Welcome to the Live Verse Podcast, where we talk about practical ways to keep your relationship with God simple, healthy, and authentic so that you don't have to feel like you're going through life alone. Get ready to be encouraged. This is your host, Jelly Lot Williams. Hey, TLV fam, let's talk about faith and mental health. This video is going to be longer than my usual and that's because I want to really go in depth and provide some resources. I'm Jelly for the Liveverse and here on this channel we create videos that empower, equip, and encourage your faith. So please hit that subscribe button if you want more. As y'all can see from my sweatshirt, I believe in the crossover between faith and mental health. I do not think they are separate topics. I believe that God truly cares about our mental health and talks about it in the Bible. So when the quarantine first began, I was actually pretty excited. Not because I wish coronavirus on anyone. I don't. Not even in the slightest bit. If the virus never happened, I wouldn't wish that it did either. I was excited because as a creative, more time is always seen as an opportunity for more creativity. Most of us pray to have more time often and it seems it has actually been given to us now. As my full-time job began to work out how to make our workflow remote, I found my mind getting filled with so many new creative ideas on top of the ones I already had. And that's when I began to get overwhelmed. You see, when you're not prepared for an overflow, it can cause anxiety, which causes paralysis. All of us are experiencing an overflow right now with just an influx of time we suddenly have that feels like it came out of nowhere. Many of us, myself included, don't feel prepared. So we don't know what to do with ourselves or even if we do, we don't know where to begin. This could really affect our mental health for some, it could be that time brings unwanted memories. For others, it could be that time is triggering depressive symptoms. Whatever it may be, I want to help encourage you by giving you seven tips on how to protect your mental health during this time. Tip one, balance information. As a therapist, I've shared this tip with my clients and I myself live by this tip. It is unbelievably important, imperative critical, significant, and all other synonyms for important that you create a balance and in information that works for you. Know enough about the coronavirus that you can keep yourself and others protected, but you are allowed to not know everything in order to protect your mental health. It's important to know how many feet you should stay away from someone if you have to be out in public. But is it important to know the news station's personal opinions about the virus at 5 a.m. in the morning? Probably not. Make sure you find a balance in information that is healthy. With the rate that things are changing and information is being sent out, your mental health requires this of you. Find your balance, set your boundaries, and please do it soon. Tip number two, process your feelings. Process, 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 and process. If no one has told you this yet, let me tell you. Your feelings are okay, your feelings are normal. Your feelings are not wrong, your feelings are real, and you are allowed to have your feelings. Do not let the mayhem of the world, the anxiety of the nation, or the ignorance of your neighbor, or even your well-intentioned family member tell you different. If you're devastated that graduation was canceled or that your wedding is pushed back, you're allowed to be. 
And that is okay. We are complex beings, which means we have complex feelings. One can be both devastated and empathetic. Being devastated does not mean you don't care about those who are impacted by the virus. Allow yourself the grace to process your feelings. It's more important that you do so, especially if you are stuck at home. Not having as much activities does not allow you to process your feelings in other ways that you may be used to, such as distractions at work or going to the gym. So making sure you are intentional about finding other ways to allow yourself to feel and get those feelings out in healthy ways is important. Whether that's journaling, drawing, or simply talking about it with a safe person. Tip three, create a routine. Let me tell y'all, this was a big one for me. I went to work Monday and was told to start working from home that same day, not to return to the office indefinitely. For many of us, work shifted just as abruptly, and if you're like me and you live by routines, that was a big no-no. It did not take long for my mental health to take a dip shortly after. That's when I realized I had to get things in order. Staying home and watching Netflix may seem like fun and games until you begin to feel lonely or your depression kicks back in. Creating a routine helps you to be on guard. Staying home doesn't mean you let self-care and your mental health fall to the wayside. Ways to create a routine, set a schedule. List things that you need to do and want to do, then schedule them in throughout the week. For some, you, you may need every day and every hour accounted for. For some, you just need a loose guideline. Either way, create a routine and stick to it. We don't know how long this quarantine will last. You want to make sure you come out of it with good habits that are still useful to you after the quarantine and not bad habits that you have to retrain yourself to get rid of. Creating a schedule helps you to be proactive and not reactive. Tip four, pray. If you've been following TLV for a long time, y'all know how much I love to talk about the importance of prayer. I believe in the power of prayer and I have seen its effects in my life. Some of you haven't had time to pray in a long time and now is that time. Pray for yourself, pray for your family, pray for your friends, pray for your dreams and goals, Pray about your worries and regrets. If you want tips on how to pray through anxiety, you can check out my social media pages at The Liveverse for some tips. Pray for restoration, pray for healing. There is no better time than now to deepen your relationship with God. Learn to talk to him as you go throughout your day. Learn how to listen to him in the midst of chaos. That is a skill that will serve in your favor for your entire lifetime. I encourage you to pray continually during this time and after. Tip five, spend time alone. Some of us may be stuck in a place with a bunch of people. Maybe it's roommates, maybe it's family members, or a bunch of strangers. Without anywhere to go, try as much as you can to get some alone time. Whether that's taking a longer time in the shower to decompress, or hiding in your closet for five minutes to just sit with yourself. Whatever you need to do to get some alone time, get it. It's important that you make time to check in with yourself when you can because remember, it's about being proactive and not reactive when it comes to your mental health. Tip six, spend time with others. On the flip side, some of us may have too much alone time and need to make sure we get human connection. We talked about creating a routine in tip three. Make sure to schedule in a set time to connect with family or friends. Social media is better than nothing, but it does not have the same level of impact as actually talking with someone on the phone or FaceTiming. 
If you always wanted to become a more considerate person, now you have time to do so. Get creative. You can call it social time or something. Just make sure you are getting that needed connection and providing that needed connection for others as well. For me, I have a huge family that I don't get to talk to often because of how busy I am. I've seen this quarantine as an opportunity to reach out and chat with my extended family. Maybe get to know your neighbor who you've walked past by for the last five years without anything more than a simple hi. In the comments below, let me know what are some ways you are staying connected with people. Tip seven, spend time with God. We touched on this a bit with tip four, but I felt it was important to give it its own tip slot. Some of us have been crying out to God and waiting on his answers for some time now. Well, I'm here to let you know the best place to hear God is in the stillness. If you are keeping up with TLV's current series, Seasons of Rest, then you know we talk about how to identify what type of season God has you in. This is the time to gain clarity and strategy for things you didn't have the chance to before. Most importantly, this is the time to develop a greater relationship with God that may be needed for whatever God has in store for you next. If you aren't already, I highly encourage you to subscribe to our channel and follow us on social media. Our content is rooted in people growing in their faith and would be a really good resource during this time. Much love TLV fam. Thanks for watching. May God give you peace always. Stay blessed y'all and I will see you in the next video. TLV fam, I love that we are on this faith journey together. The fun does not have to stop here though. Join my free community, the Live First community, a space for you to come as you are and with whatever faith you got. This is a way to stay connected throughout the week with daily encouragement and accountability while you go deeper in your faith. Join the community at thelivefirst.com backslash join community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and I can't wait to talk again soon.